Hello and welcome to the Celeb News Ride Home for Friday, December 13th, 2019. I'm your host, Kate Raft, and you know what? It's Friday the 13th, which probably explains why some of this stuff we're going to talk about today is actually deeply cursed. Today's topics, Taylor Swift calls out Scooter Braun in her acceptance speech for Woman of the Decade, Nisi Nash files for divorce, actor Danny Aiello has passed away at the age of 86, Devin Sawa gets a creepy fan letter sent to his house, and we're going to talk about Jordan Woods taking that lie detector test. Here's what you missed today in the world of celebrity news. Last night, Taylor Swift celebrated turning 30 by accepting the Billboard Award for Woman of the Decade and making a 15-minute long acceptance speech. 15 minutes is a long time. It's actually probably the length of this entire podcast, give or take, but I am a brave hero and I listened to her entire speech for you. So you don't have to. The buzziest part of Taylor Swift's speech had to be when she called out Scooter Braun for buying up all of her masters with the help of private equity, I'm always like so caught off guard that Taylor Swift is now the face of calling out private equity, but like, hey, I don't hate it. Can't complain. And you know what? I'm just going to play the clip where she calls out Scooter Braun because listen, sure, I have a great voice. I know that. But do I have a Grammy winning voice? No. So let's let Taylor Swift deliver the news herself. All right, here we go. And of course, Scooter never contacted me or my team to discuss it prior to the sale or even when it was announced. I'm fairly certain he knew exactly how I would feel about it, though. And let me just say that the definition of the toxic male privilege in our industry is people saying, but he's always been nice to me when I'm raising valid concerns about artists and their rights to own their music. And of course he's nice to you. If you're in this room, you have something he needs. The fact is that private equity is what enabled this man to think according to his own social media post, that he could buy me. I have to say, I appreciate Taylor Swift getting up there, naming names. I mean, I don't mind this at all. I like any award speech that stirs up some drama, especially considering that award speeches are literally the most boring genre of public performance out there. So, you know, kudos. Oh, no, they didn't summed up the rest of Taylor Swift's speech saying, quote, Swift called out the institutionalized sexism she's witnessed in the industry over the last decade, voiced her support for Lana Del Rey as the most influential artist in pop, and called out the unregulated world of private equity coming in and buying our music as if it's real estate, as if it's an app or a shoe line. In addition to naming names and calling for a discussion on private equity in business, she urged everyone to keep advocating for female representation in recording studios a&R departments, and more. Swift also showed her support for new artists such as Megan Thee Stallion, Lizzo, and Billie Eilish, who was honored with Billboard's Woman of the Year, end quote. Listen, I'm not like a Taylor Swift super fan or anything, but I like when people are mean to Scooter Braun, so this speech is really a big win for me, personally. It's official. Nisi Nash and Jay Tucker have filed for divorce. Back in October, Nisi posted on social media, 
Um, one of these conscious uncouple grams. Yeah, I like that. Conscious uncouple grams. Anyway, she wrote, quote, we believe in the beauty of truth. Always have. Our truth is that in this season of our lives, we are better friends than partners in marriage. Our union was such a gorgeous ride. And as we go our separate ways now, we feel fortunate for the love we share. Present tense. Thank you all out there for your support of us as a couple over the last eight years. We are grateful. Nisi Nash and Jay Tucker. End quote. Jay Tucker, Nisi Nash's soon-to-be ex-husband, is a non-famous electrical engineer. And they've been married for eight years. And interestingly enough, they actually got married on TV like in a TLC wedding special. They also starred in a reality show together. Weirdly, Nisi is the second celebrity to file for divorce this week that also shared a very short-lived reality show with their soon-to-be ex-spouse. I don't know if you've been paying attention or, or what, but I literally just talked about William Shatner the other day and how he's divorcing his wife and they had a six-episode HGTV reality show. So Nisi and Jay had a 2011 reality show on TLC. It was called Leave It to Nisi, and they started shooting it when they were newlyweds. Anyway, she does uh, she does have something on William Shatner, though. She and Jay made it to eight episodes. Billy only got six. And hey, if you were wondering what Nisi Nash called her wedding special on TLC, well, it was called Nisi Nash Wedding Bash. You know what? I love a rhyme. I love a wedding special that rhymes. I mean, the wedding may not have worked out, but hey, they got a great rhyme out of it. So good for them. Sadly, the do the right thing and moonstruck actor Danny Aiello passed away last night at the age of 86. According to a family statement that CNN posted, quote, it is with profound sorrow to report that Danny Aiello, beloved husband, father, grandfather, actor, and musician, passed away last night after a brief illness. The family asks for privacy at this time. Service arrangements will be announced at a later date, end quote. Danny Aiello's played over 100 roles over the course of his storied acting career, but he's most famously known as Sal, the pizzeria owner in Spike Lee's 1989 movie, Do the Right Thing. This performance actually earned Aiello an Oscar nom. Cher, Danny Aiello's co-star in Moonstruck, tweeted out a message about the late actor saying, quote, Goodbye, dear hashtag Danny Aiello. Danny was a great actor, but a genius comedic actor. We laughed so much making hashtag Moonstruck. It was one of the happiest times in my life, and he was a part of that happy time. Goodbye, hashtag Johnny Camerary, end quote. Spike Lee also posted a message of remembrance on his Instagram saying, quote, I'm heartbroken. Just found out my brother Danny Aiello made his transition last night. Danny, we made cinema history together with Do the Right Thing. May you rest in paradise, end quote. Other celebs also joined in paying tribute to Danny Aiello, via social media. Some of those celebrities include Mia Farrow, Billy Baldwin, and Michael Rappaport. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home? 
isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite clear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Okay, so this story is... This might be my favorite topic we've covered all week. Probably because it's giving me the excuse to explain the plot of the movie The Fanatic to you. I won't give any spoilers, don't worry. In fact, I encourage you strongly to watch this really weird movie. It's directed by Fred Durst, who's the guy from Limp Bizkit. And it stars John Travolta in one of the strangest performances of his life. John Travolta plays like this uber-obsessed fan who stalks a famous action movie star, the fictional Hunter Dunbar, who's played by Devin Sawa. It's kind of a violent movie and it's really dark and I'm, I don't know if it's good. I wouldn't say it's like a good movie, but I definitely think it's an important movie. And in terms of like weird bad movies, this is definitely one everyone should see. Anyway, this movie is now bleeding into real life a little bit because Devin Sawa has gotten a creepy stalkerish letter sent to his actual home address. Devin Sawa tweeted out photos of the terrifying letter with the caption, not okay. And and if you're wondering what the connection is between that movie and this letter, well, you'll find out now because I am going to read the letter to you. Okay, it says, quote, To Devon Sawa, I'm writing to tell you that I did not like your character of Hunter Dunbar in The Fanatic. You were terribly mean to poor Moose, John Travolta. You could have became friends with him in the end. You did sick things to him and his cries for help were so sad. I'm writing this so that you also know your address is public info. The letter continues saying, quote, I should hope you aren't your character in real life. That's why I'm going to request an autographed photo from you. If I don't hear back from you, then I will know you are the same mean hunter in real life. Therefore, do not take this personally. Also, I am not a stalker. Never been to your fancy rich enclave. Probably never will. I will appreciate your utmost concern and cooperation as I look forward to hearing from you, end quote. Oh my God, just like... Oh my god. I I sincerely hope this letter isn't real and this is just some weird viral marketing stunt for a sequel to The Fanatic, but considering that movie only made just a little over $3,000 at the box office, I have a feeling this is just kind of a run-of-the-mill creepy boundary-crossing fan situation. But regardless of this creepy letter and everything that's happened, I, I need you all to take this homework assignment for the weekend and watch The Fanatic. Honestly, it's required viewing. You have to see it, if only just to see the weird hair and wardrobe John Travolta's sporting in the film as his character, Moose.
All right, it's Friday, TGIF. And you know what? Because it's Friday and things are a little looser on Fridays, I'm going to do a story that I, I previously skipped over earlier in the week because I thought it was an important, but maybe it is. Maybe it's really important. So that's why we're going back and dipping into it. And by it, I do mean... Jordan Woods and her lie detector test. Jordan Woods, if you don't know, is the ex-best friend of Kylie Jenner who got caught sitting on Tristan Thompson's lap and kissing him and canoodling while he was still together with Khloe Kardashian just a few months after she gave birth to their child, Drew Thompson. This incident basically led to Khloe and Tristan breaking up. It was a whole big scandal in February of this year, and it's been a huge plot point this season on keeping up with the Kardashians. Allegedly, Kylie and Jordan aren't very close anymore and Jordan who used to mainly be known as like a Kardashian adjacent person has now started building her own modeling and acting career outside of the famous family. In an interview with Jada Pinkett Smith on her Facebook watch show Red Table Talk, Jordan denied having sex with Tristan that night. This interview happened shortly after the scandal broke but Previously unaired footage from the Red Table interview has come out this week that shows Jordan taking an actual lie detector test to prove she didn't sleep with Tristan. Honestly, I love this. I think lie detectors are like this new trend going on right now in reality TV, and I couldn't be more here for it. Lisa Vanderpump did one on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills last season, and it was so funny. Now Jordan's doing a lie detector stunt. It's great. It's entertaining, especially considering lie detectors are not admissible in court anymore and are basically constantly being debunked. But who cares? It's dramatic. It's serious. Someone has to watch a bunch of lines get drawn on a piece of paper, and you have to be like very still and serious when you do it. It's entertaining. It's good TV. I mean, this technically was on Facebook and not TV, but whatever. I love it. Good producing, Jada. People.com covered Jordan's lie detector test footage saying, quote, though it was apparently a two-hour test, only a few minutes were shown, beginning with Woods sitting down with Sean Thurman, a certified polygraphist. I just want everyone to know that I'm telling the truth, Woods told Thurman. That's the most important part of the story to me, is the truth. Thurman then asked Woods three questions. Are you now in the state of California? Are you currently sitting down? And did you have sexual intercourse with Tristan Thompson? Woods responded yes to the first two and no to the third, end quote. And of course, the test showed that Jordan wasn't lying. But who knows if the test is real or if anything's real or if anyone really cares at this point. One person who does care is Khloe Kardashian, who loves a shady, vague social media post moment. And she wrote to her Instagram story saying, quote, Liars are always ready to take oaths, end quote. So yeah, like obviously that's probably about the lie detector test footage. The timing would suggest so. But, you know, we can't say for sure. I guess Chloe thinks that Tristan and Jordan had sex because, you know, she's allegedly calling Jordan a liar. My personal pitch is that Chloe does like a reaction video to this where she takes her own lie detector test. I don't know. I just want more people to take lie detector tests. I think they're really great. And I dare you to say I'm lying about that because guess what? I will sit behind a lie detector test and prove you wrong. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to Celeb News Ride Home. I've been Kate Raft, your host. You can follow me at 
Kate Raft on everything. And if you want updates on the show, you can follow us at Celeb Ride Home on both Twitter and Instagram. Thank you to Ride Home Media and my co-producer and engineer, Jack Allison. And come on, throw us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you review your podcasts. Give me five stars, baby. Yeah. And hey, everybody, go and have a great weekend. May it be as cozy and gray as the sweatpants Kim Kardashian and her family are wearing in their Christmas card this year. Okay, well, goodbye. I'll miss you. But hey, I'll be back Monday with a brand new episode, so see you then.